Welcome back to Lockdown Spurs with the Lockdown NBA Network. I'm your host, Jeff Garcia, Spurs writer for Kids 5 San Antonio. Glad to have you back. Hey, it's another fan episode right here on Lockdown Spurs, where a uh, Spurs fan will hop on and represent the entire fan base on a pair of topics. And there's a couple of topics that's been on the Spurs fan base's mind of late. Josh Primo, he's definitely one of them. He had a phenomenal game against the Phoenix Suns, 13 points, knocking down threes, playing well in Austin. Uh, but are fans expecting too much from the 19-year-old? Also, we'll be talking about Popovich. Let's get right down to it. Do Spurs fans want to see him leave after this season? To do that and to represent the fan base, I am joined by my good friend, Manny Pena. He's with The Goods Podcast. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at the goods podcast manny it's been too long man it's been too long i i think i was gonna have to maybe think that you were tom hanks you know lost out there you know with wilson i couldn't find you yeah i was on that island all by myself Absolutely. how you been um how you been? i've been great i've been great you know got past these holidays you know uh that spider-man holiday uh tore me up a little bit but uh back in it and uh refreshed ready to go uh, it has been a while since locked on. This is actually my fourth appearance. So wow. uh, being the you're fight club too. Yeah, you're yeah. you're right there. We're gonna have to do that SNL skit with um Tom Hanks and who else was on that the the host uh, the hosting skit. Remember that like yeah, the, the, five, the five timers. The, the five, five timers. timers, yeah. Who was that? That was uh, Tom Hanks, right? He was on that Tom Hanks. Yeah, I think John Goodman was on there too. I can't remember. Who was trying to get into the five timer club? Oh Wasn't my there God. somebody? Remember that was the whole point of the skit. Somebody was trying to get qualified for it. Uh, I, don't I don't know. know. I don't remember, but I think Timberlake's trying to get on there too. I think he's. I think he might be on there. <laughs> All right. Uh, again, you know Manny Pena. He is with the Goods Podcast. Uh, just go on YouTube, search the Goods Podcast. A funny, funny show. He and his co-hosts, or you know, it's roundtable of co-hosts, discuss everything from pop culture to the latest movies. My favorite, Manny, are your uh, top fives, your your rankings. You know, my favorite oh, yeah, one was those, the, those the Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, blast. the Dan the Dan Aykroyd one. I got into. You know the uh, the top five Dan Aykroyd movies. So um, yeah, that was a really and, good and, one. And I wasn't even I wasn't even completely like honest with myself. I, I kind of I kind of went cheap a little bit. Because uh, I, I would have definitely put Doctor Detroit and Dragnet in my top five, and I and I punked out, and I shouldn't have done it, but it's okay. <laughs> Doctor Detroit, man, he had that iron yeah, claw, like, right? He he reminded me of Claw from Inspector Gadget, the Claw. Oh, oh yeah, hey, that was the that was the original Gauntlet right there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the original yes. Gauntlet on film, man. Yeah, we just lost Howard Hessman, who who also co-starred with him. He was Johnny Fever on WKRP, so we just lost him. And it made me think of Doctor Detroit uh, yesterday. So yeah, man, it, it, that was a great movie. It was underrated comedy, in my opinion. Did you know that Aykroyd now uh, sells uh, tequila? Well, I didn't know tequila. I know that he was selling vodka or vodka. Uh, I'm sorry, actually... yeah, no, you're right. You're right. It was vodka. Correct. Yeah, and he makes yeah, it in I... the the Crystal Skull. Like that's the jar. Yeah, yeah, the Crystal Skull, and and it's a lot better than the Indiana Jones uh, Four. But it was uh <laughs> The uh, the design of the skull is awesome. Uh, he was actually in San Antonio back in '09 when when he was promoting that uh, at the Gabriel's Liquor over here on uh, Blanco in 1604. So a lot of Blues Brothers, a lot of Ghostbusters. Uh, well, maybe one Doctor Detroit was there. It was cool. It was cool. Um, did he have like a small part in Pearl Harbor? 
like a very small part. Like he played one of the admirals, I think, in the war room. You, you know what? In all honesty, I have never seen Pearl Harbor. You never saw it, huh? I've, I've never seen Pearl Harbor. I mean, I mean, Kate Beckinsale then, and I would love to see it, but I, I just, <laughs> I just never got in. I never got into it. <laughs> it's like one of those movies where you know the ending. You, you know what's gonna happen, like Titanic. You know what's gonna happen, Pearl Harbor. You know what's gonna happen. You know, so uh, yeah. And on that note, let's dive into this episode of Lockdown Spurs, where you, the fan, take over the mic, or in this case, Mister Manny Pena. Manny, um, let's start off with the Popovich uh, talk here. Look, you know the, the Spurs well below five hundred. You know, gone are the days of the glory days, and you know the big three, somewhat of the Kawhi Leonard era. You know, even, you know, hanging on to the bitter end with DeMar and LMA. Nevertheless, this team is in a rebuild. And part of a rebuild not only extends to the roster, but in the Spurs case, Manny, possibly the coaching ranks. Becky Hammond is going to be leaving soon. She's going to be heading off to Las Vegas. You got Will Hardy, who left to Boston. Ime Yudoka is now in Boston. Things are changing. Do you think in this rebuild, Spurs fans want to see the coaching change, in this case, Popovich, quite, you know, just exit already and let's start the rebuild of the coaching ranks. I, I would say so, to be honest with you. I think that once, uh, you know, the, the big three w- uh, was gone, you know, we knew what to expect as far as um, the culture maintaining and, and uh, you know, we really thought that Kawhi was going to be that next phase of the franchise and they were going to build around him and that could have potentially extended uh, Popovich's, uh, you know, uh, playoff tenure, uh, but that didn't happen, obviously. So, um, you know, you, you, you've had these last two years, two, three years, and, um, you know, there have been some slight improvements, but, uh, nothing, nothing major, really. And the days of the beautiful game are gone, really. You know, the, the, the discipline is still there, I think. You know, sometimes it kind of lacks a little bit, but, um, mm-hmm. I think it is, I think it is a, a new, a, a new time for the, uh, uh, for that voice in the locker room, it has to be something different. Now, if he goes into, you know, um, the executives and, you know, in the front office and all that, I mean, that'd be great. So, you know, he's a big influence and, and a lot of people listen to him. But as far as these, these new generation of players, it, it, it needs a different voice, you know, some, somebody that can, uh, potentially, you know, relate, you know, to them, uh, on and off the court. So, uh, but uh, to answer your question, yes, I, I think it is time. Um, he's been there since '96. There's a couple of things I was looking at. He's been he's been in San as a San Antonio coach since 1996. Mm-hmm. Um, he's already coached 2,000 games, which is six all time. Uh, he's already got the, uh, over 1,300 wins. He's the oldest coach right now. He's the oldest coach in the NBA at 72, with five titles, three coach of the years, and he just won a, a gold medal. So mm-hmm. Pop has nothing left. He has nothing left to prove. So, you know, the, um, as I was saying, as far as the post big three, it's just, it hasn't, uh, we, we couldn't maintain Kawhi. I, you know, that mm-hmm. whole situation was mishandled. I, I don't believe that, that we, uh, did enough to build around DeMar and LaMarcus. Um, and, you know, the, the form of discipline, you know, it's just, uh, it hasn't involved, it hasn't evolved to, uh, to translate to this new generation. So, um, that, that kind of like creates a, uh, a culture that and it's still professional uh and and it's something that, that you know we pride ourselves in but it doesn't attract free agents as much mm-hmm. you know especially like i said with these new players so it needs a new uh fresh perspective and some new methods uh you know in that locker room 
do you think the the way the Spurs are, you know, just put it bluntly, they're losing. You know, the, the way they're losing, they're already missed consecutive uh, playoff appearances already. I think it's, they're on three already, possibly going on four now. Do you think yep. this low point in the Spurs history is going to tarnish Popovich's uh, reputation, or you know, his his reputation, his resume is just so strong that these last four, four or five ish seasons are really are just going to be a blip on. You know his resume when you look back at his career. It, I don't think it'll be a blip or an asterisk or anything like that, to be honest with you, because you know it, it, you're you're uh, you're recognizing that you know that he has these really young players, and when you look at you know certain developments that you got with, with like Dejounte Murray, for example, who's playing at all star level, you know that says something about him. So, uh, but it's a team game, you know, and. Uh, you know that that's uh, that that is expected. Nobody's expecting him to be in the playoffs, be in the uh, in the finals, or nobody's expecting anything like that. So, I think mm-hmm. that this is just a. I don't think it's going to tarnish his record at all. I mean, five titles is not one title is not easy, you know, and, and he's got five. So uh, and a gold medal, like I said. So you, you just can't uh, you, you can't take anything away. Right now, he's uh, he's playing with house money, to be honest with you, in, in, to a certain degree when it comes to coaching. Um, but. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think it is uh, it is time for him to uh, to step aside and let there be a new voice. In People think unusual circumstances mean complicated taxes, but for TurboTax Live experts, that's what makes things interesting. We all have unique lives, whether you invest in crypto for the first time this year, owned an up-and-coming small business, or raising rambunctious T-wins. Luckily, TurboTax Live has experts who can answer your tax questions, walk you through the whole process, and do your taxes for you from start to finish to help you get every deduction you deserve, no matter your unique situation. And... You can also talk to a TurboTax Live expert through your phone or computer without leaving your house. TurboTax Live experts are here to help you however you need. And if you need an extra hand, hand off your taxes to them. They'll do it all for you. To TurboTax Live experts, an interesting life can mean even greater refund. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. Do your thing. You got taxes. They got it. They'll hand it to you. Intuit TurboTax Live. This episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure endless lines? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer, and they have everything you can need. Brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on to their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. An amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Is, is this just something that's where it blends to the point that Spurs fans are spoiled? Because the majority of Spurs fans are not like you and me. We're not from the old ABA hemisphere arena days. You know, a lot of these kids were born in, right smack in the middle of the um, the big three era, you know, the, the golden era of the San Antonio Spurs franchise. Do you think because they're so impatient that's like, I'll just blow it up, you know, just, okay, you know, there's no more big three. Kawhi's gone, you know, DeMar, LMA, they're all gone. <laughs> Well, Pop, you got to go. But it's Pop that was the guiding force. 
you know, on the court and the sidelines, at least, and behind the scenes and practice. Do you think there's an element of that instead of just giving Pop a chance to develop this next generation of Spurs on the court? Well, to be honest with you, um, and, you know, I know we're going to talk about Primo in a little while, but to be honest with you, I don't really think, you know, everybody has the, the, the expectations of, of what this team is and where it's going and all that. But they already know that it's a development, it's a, it's a rebuild. They, everyone already knows that, you know. Um, what what frustrates everybody is the playing time, and 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 you know when you had Parker and you drafted this kid, you you threw him to the wolves, and mm-hmm. when you throw somebody to the wolves, they're going to get eaten alive or they're going to come out leading the pack. And Parker, you know, came out leading the pack. You know, uh, 07 NBA Finals MVP. Uh, so you don't do that with these players. I'm not. I'm not seeing that. I, I'm seeing that you know they just ship them off to the freaking G League and then they bring them back and then they send them off. You know, and mm-hmm. it, it's like. But but are you really surprised? But are are you really surprised the Spurs are doing that though? Are you really shocked? There's you know they did that with Lonnie. They did that with Dejounte. They did that with Danny. They did that with Boban. You know, bring them back up and down, up and down. That's just the way they are. So that well, and well, I, that, again, I know. Oh, go ahead. That's what I was. That's what I was gonna say. You know, it's like the Chappelle show I'm making the band. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna shut down the studio. I got bad news. I'm shutting down the studio. I'm opening up the studio. <laughs> it's the same thing. <laughs> they keep sending them off yeah, and yeah, bringing yeah, them back. Yeah. And sending them off and bringing them back. <laughs> How about this? Leave them there. Just leave them there and and don't bring them back because you're just giving that false hope to the fans. Because you know, but to be honest with you, when you have those high picks and those high potentials, those are the ones that you don't want to do that. Those are the ones that you actually want. Now maybe training camp and all of that, maybe then sure. But when you're in the season and you're use, you're going to use the preseason, you're going to use the the, uh, the regular season, you know, they have to have NBA experience straight up. And, and if you're picking as high as 11, you know, in that first or second, in that, uh, you know, that first round, and they have a lot of potential, that, those are the ones that you want to keep. Everybody else that you pick in the second round or latest, if they're not really showing anything, then that's those are the ones that you send. But when Manu came in, you know, he was the uh, you know he was out for what a year or two from either uh, from the from Europe or he was hurt or something happened, and and then when he came out, boom, he 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 took it by storm. You know, Parker he had rough beginning, but he still gave him the experience, and that's what kind of frustrates me and and probably everybody else is you know Primo's got this, and we're gonna talk about him. I know, but Primo's got this freaking raw talent. And it, it, you know, you have that you have that option right there on your bench, and you and you're not using them. That's the frustration part. I, I don't think it's anything about the losing because you know they've been in a lot of games. They've been in a lot of games where they have lost by single digits. So you you turn it out around, and they win those close games, which does go on coaching. To be honest with you, you lose those close games. This record is completely different, and you actually do yeah. have a shot to get in, especially with the play in with the play in tournament. You you always have a shot. Uh, but the frustrating part is, you know, not putting the people that we want out there. Mm-hmm. So that's, yeah, that's my opinion on that. We're talking with Manny Pena. He is uh, with The Goods Podcast. Go on YouTube and just search The Goods Podcast. Follow him on Twitter with the same name, The Goods Podcast. He makes it very easy for you, everybody, to check out his show <laughs> and uh, to talk about everything from the movies to the small, you know, screen TV and whatnot. By the way, you know, not to get sidetracked too much, maybe I'll talk about this later with you. Ozark, the greatest Netflix made series ever. Think about that. We'll talk about that later on, Manny, as we continue our chat here on Locked On Spurs about Popovich and Josh Primo. Um, 
you know, a little bit more about Popovich and, you know, how Spurs fans are feeling towards him right now. Look, I, I, I think you're right. I think the majority, you know, want to see him go already and uh, new blood. I get that. You know, it's a new era. It's a new chapter in the Spurs franchise history. How do you think Spurs fans will react if he's back on the sidelines next season? I think, uh, you know, we'll go back to the definition of insanity, you know, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting, you know, different results. Mm-hmm. And I think that would that would cause even more frustration um, unless, you know, he himself uh, uh, changes his methods, um, you know, and, and maybe lighten up a little bit. Not, not, not to be sound mean or anything, but I'm just talking about, you know, uh, change, his, change his approach. And that's a really big thing. Uh, when it comes to leadership, it, it's uh, it's all about approach. And with this generation, the approach can't be so harsh and forward. I mean, I'm all for discipline, and you know, and I know that that is one of the top things when it comes to uh, to pop and the respect of the game. And he's a hundred percent right. But the execution probably has to change a little bit. Uh, and you know, is he at a point where he can do that? I don't know. Um, but there definitely has to be a, a, a change if he does come back. Um, given his personality and where he's at as far as, you know, his age and, and all that, I just don't see that happen. So, um, yeah, they, there probably would be some, some frustration, especially if, if the Spurs get a really good pick because yeah. that's, the, that's, all, that's always the perception is like, oh, man, we got this guy, let's just say number nine or ten, and well, nobody's mm-hmm. going to see him anyway. He's just going to, he's just going to be an Austin. So who cares? You know, so you're mm-hmm. already, you're already given us that expectation. And, and that's going to be the frustrating part because with him in charge, more than likely, they're not going to really get any playing time. So, uh, it, it doesn't really give, you know, them an opportunity to, to, to really develop, uh, to the NBA game. G League game versus NBA game is completely different. Um, but, um, yeah, that's uh, no, no. You're, that, you're that absolutely would be, right. That would be frustrating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, uh, look, I'm not going to put it past him to, for him to come back next season. You know, he's he's been very vocal about how he likes how he is the first time ever in his NBA coaching career that he's actually teaching because he had Timmy, he had David, he had Sean, he had Kawhi, he had Lamarcus, he had Demar. Popovich has been very, very, very lucky, very, very blessed to having th- that type of calendar caliber players on his roster now is the first time they don't they don't have that i mean he comes out day one manny of this season media day and tells everybody we don't have an all-star just recently he said we don't have a go-to player just recently he says this team has to play perfect because we don't have those type of players and you see but now he's in the thick of it now he's teaching and look do you think spurs fans give him credit for at least helping these young guys stay in games. I mean, we saw against Phoenix the other night, you know, they took Phoenix to at least to the the beginning of the fourth. So Phoenix just steamrolled them. But I mean, there is some sort of credit you get Popovich for at least keeping these kids in games. He's doing a lot with very little right now. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back in the gridiron to start the football season. As always, bet online your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest, open now at BetOnline. 
Head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and get yourself a 100% welcome bonus. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. From football, basketball, boxing, right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait and take advantage of all the great offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts use promo code LOCKEDON. Right, and that and that takes me back to those to those close games, you know, that, mm-hmm. that they were all in. Well, first of all, to, to comment on, on that first part of your uh, of your statement there, uh, that was wrong to say. Regardless, you know, some things are better left unsaid, and I don't really think that that was a uh, you know really a, a confidence builder, especially when you have uh, Murray playing the way he's playing. I I would have I would have taken that opportunity to boost him even more so. And uh, now I get for hum- I'm, I'm all for humble to be humble and, and all. I think that's mm-hmm. a really big part of leadership. But you know, to to discourage and, and that is not a way to go, especially when you have fragile, you know, to a certain degree. Not saying everybody, but to a certain degree, there's there's you know that 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 fragile state of mind that that these young players have, and you don't want to really have that kind of delivery on, on something like that. Mm-hmm. So that that's my take on that. Um, as far as everything else, like. But, ahead, but what about no? I mean, what does what does Manny Pena think? Does does Manny Pena want Popovich to retire already? You talk about how the Spurs fans are feeling, but what about you? <laughs> Me, yeah, I do. I honestly do. Uh, I mm. thought that Becky Hammond would have been perfect for us. Um, you know, uh, she she has a there is a certain uh, uh, amount of respect that I have for her and her and her accomplishments. Um, hell, if you really think about it, you know, she 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 did want she did win the the. Uh, the skills challenge or whatever it was with David and, and Tim <laughs> and all star one time. So, yeah. you know, um, you know, and, and, and plenty of uh, investment in stock when, when it comes to uh, the city with the stars and, and all that right. uh, back in the day. So, you know, I would have loved to see that. Obviously that's not going to happen. Um, but to me personally, yeah, I think it's time, you know, the, this is 20 something years from, from uh, those 2000 Laker rivalries, you know, that that's 20 something years already, yeah. 22 years. It's you been know, a while. It, it, it's done, you know. Brady just retired, more or less, right? You know, so so far, anyway. So far, and, uh, yeah, yeah. You think, yeah. So so far, yeah. He, he, you know, he's gone. So yeah, I think twenty years is enough. He that man has nothing left to prove, and if he's doing it just for the fun of it, like okay, I get it. But if if you're doing it just for the fun of it, then let these kids play, put them out there. What do you got to lose? You don't have nothing to lose, you know. So, um, but for me, right. yes, I, I would like to for him to. Uh, you know, to move on. He is such an intelligent human being. You know, he supports, you know, uh, social justice, and and, and and he's really, you know, got a an eye for politics. And and, and you know, hey, I I wouldn't be surprised if we get a mayor pop one day. You know, uh, but you know, works with <laughs> yeah, right. works with charities, works with works uh, works with charities. You know, he's got a lot of opportunities that he can impact the city still. So uh, that's what that's on me. That's that's what I would think. We're talking with Manny Pena right here on Lockdown Spurs on this fan episode edition of Lockdown Spurs. Yeah, you know, look, whether you like it or not, you know, he is here right now. Would not put it past me uh, if he does return for one more season. I think he likes the rebuild. I think he likes this new challenge in his NBA coaching career. He always says that he's just a uh, Division Three coach at the end of the day. That's what he always says. He goes, I'm, I'm just a Division Three coach, you know, that got lucky. And got this spot, so um, yeah, you know, it went, once he does retire and calls it a day, 
you know, I think Spurs fans will be changing their tune then. You're likely to see on social media, don't go, Pop, don't go. And be like, weren't you the same fan base saying you wanted him gone? Now here we are. I think that's what's going to happen. Hey, speaking of the future, uh, let's talk about Josh Primo. Uh, look, the kid has something. There's something there. I was watching the Austin Spurs game the other day, and he had a terrible game. You know, first quarter, just shot bad. Second quarter, starts racking up fouls. Third quarter, same thing. Shooting bad, racking up fouls. He only played about 10 minutes up until the final frame. I think it was against the Sky Force uh, last week. And Manny, in eight minutes, he goes perfect from the field, four for four, three from three from the three line, scores 14 of his 20 points in the game, um, willed the team to a win. You saw versus uh, the Brooklyn Nets out in Brooklyn. Stones just hit that three-point shot to force overtime. We saw against the Suns on the road, 13 points in 28 minutes and knocking down threes. The kid looks like he has something there. But Manny, I got to ask you, are Spurs fans expecting too much from the teenager? No, no I don't think they are. They, they just want to see him play. You know, they, they just want to give him – they just want to see him get an opportunity and a chance because – you know, you, you just said it, you know, yourself as far as what his accomplishments have been lately and, and, and uh, going through that little bit of adversity and then bouncing back and finishing off with 20. I mean, that's not easy, you know, for at a professional level for a 19-year-old kid, you know. So, that, and that is the part that, 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 the, that the fans and me want to see. You know, we want to see that. Our expectations aren't high because we know that he's young. But, you know, we want to see the growth. We saw Tony from the beginning. You know, with no G League, we saw him from the beginning grow into pretty much a Hall of Fame player, you know, and we went through that journey with him. And, and I think that's why we embrace him so much. And, uh, you know, and we I guess maybe we want to do the same with, with, with Josh, too, and, and uh, because we recognize that skill. His floater game is getting better. He has freaking ice in his veins when it comes to freaking shooting the three. He don't care. He's just, he's just playing the game. And, and, you know, he's letting the game come to him. And, you know, when, when times are tough and the adversity hits, you know, he, he, you know, he has the ability to rise above it. So, you know, that's what we want to see. The expectations aren't, aren't high. They're, they're kind of like medium level, to be honest with you. Um, mm-hmm. the, only expectations we, the only expectations we that, that, that are high right now is that we expect him to be in Austin and then come back and go back to Austin. <laughs> you know, that, mm-hmm. that's the expectation we got. Right. Um, but, yeah, that's the – It just feels to me that, that you, you, you look – yeah, no, there is something there. I, I definitely can tell. There, there's definitely something there. I spoke to the um, Austin Spurs head coach a couple of weeks ago, and he told me, he goes, Jeff, there's there's never a game and never a practice where I'm not surprised by something he does. So, yeah, there is definitely something there. Popovich, though, says, you know, he's been saying it a lot recently, Manny, um, that, nope, Primo has to stay in the G League. He needs time to cook. Nope, he needs to go back. He needs to understand that, you know, it's a different game in the NBA. Nope, he's going to go back because I want him to play against guys that are hungry. And by the way, he also said that he wants Primo to get beat up up in not not literally to get in a fist fight, but, you know, take his lumps out in Austin. Do Spurs fans see the value of that as opposed to seeing him get major minutes in the NBA? Honestly, no, not, not with a talent like him, because you know, he's, he's a raw talent. And with, with raw talent, it, you know, you can let them cook, you know, to, to go back to what Popovich was saying as far as raw and, and cooking. 
but hey, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be hot on that court. So he can cook there, yeah. and and he's going against he's going against the people that that you're gonna. Let's just say that he does get to another level. You know, he's gonna be facing these guys in the playoffs, or he's gonna be facing these guys in the play-in tournaments. He's not gonna be facing G League players in the play-in tournament. He's not gonna be facing G League players in the playoffs. He's gonna be playing against the best of the best in there. So. He needs to get the, 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 the beatings and all of that. He needs to get that on the Spurs court. You know, that's that's what he needs to get to get that season in, if, if you will. So mm-hmm. I don't agree with that. I, I agree that he needs to, yeah, he, he needs to do all of that development on the court for a talent like his. Now, I'm not saying everybody, you know, is going to be that way. But for that particular talent, yes, mm-hmm. he needs to be on, on the NBA court. I look, I look at him and um, look, every, every player has issues. Everybody has a thing that's negative. You know, Brent Forbes, you know, can't play defense. Um, LeBron James doesn't hit the free throws. You know, you can go on and on. Every, every player has that little thing that they, you know, Tim Duncan for a while had that too. Remember he couldn't make the free throws early in his career. Yeah. Uh, Primo, you know, has a propensity to turn the ball over a lot, right. a lot. Yep. Um yep. Does that make Spurs fans worry that maybe he's trying to do too much right now? Or do Spurs fans like that, that, hey, at least he's showing he's aggressive and willing to try things? You know, I've been comparing him to Tony a little bit too much, but there is a lot of Manu there, too, because Mm -hmm. Manu Manu would turn the ball over also, you know, and uh, because he was, uh, was, you know, he wasn't a controlled chaos yet. And I think that's the the thing with Primo. To answer your question, as far as the the um, uh, him being um, you know trying to do too much, uh, mm-hmm. I would understand if he is trying to do too much because he doesn't want to go back to Austin. <laughs> he wants <laughs> to prove himself on that on that court. So I would say yes uh, on that. But um, but you know we understand you know um, he he is that kind of talent, and uh, you you know you have to you have to groom it and. Settle that kid down a little bit if you have to, but do it on that do it on that level. You know, do it where he's got the freaking crowd around him getting tore up, just like way Tony got yelled at in front of everybody in oh, front of the that. fans, yep. everybody, everybody. Right. And that's the type of and that's where you freaking you know you know uh, season that boy up and, and get him getting him ready and don't ever do that again or whenever you know blast him the way you do in front of his teammates, not the G League teammates, the yeah, first teammates, yeah. It's Antonio's teammates and the and the fans, because the fans will freaking they will root him on for sure. If he gets called out, they bench him. He gets back on the court, the crowd is gonna boost that kid up. They'll give him a freaking ovation, or they'll freaking you know the, those courtside guys will freaking you know try to boost him up. I, I've been courtside before, and I, I I've heard what the fans tell him. You know, I've told I've yeah. told players, you know, told yeah. encouraging things to players too. So it, it's it's about that connection, and 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 you know, you go to Austin. There's there's no fans there. There's no connection there. You know, it's just the game. But with this particular game in the professional level, it's more than that. It's more than the game. There's like mm-hmm. so many different elements that go into into an NBA game. So he needs to experience that. So, um, but no, you look at Primo and him playing excellent. You know, so well in Austin. Uh, even the little time that gets in the NBA. You know, showing something there. Uh, Manny, do Spurs fans expect Primos to still be cooking in Austin for the remainder of the G League season, or do you think 
the way the season is going right now for San Antonio, well below 500. Playoffs are probably not going to happen. Just let them stay in San Antonio. Yeah, exactly. I mean, here, I'll, I'll run these down that I, that I saw uh, earlier today. He's averaging 29 minutes in the G League, only 14 in SA. Uh, 19, min- uh, 19 points a game in the G League, 4.5 in the NBA. 40, he's shooting 47% from the field. Uh, from the field. Uh, in the G League compared to the 39 in the NBA. His uh, rebounds are 2.8 versus 1.5 assists, five assists a game in the G League, 1.2 in the NBA. So if you give this kid a little bit more opportunity, those those points from the G League and those stats from the G League can translate into the NBA game. Now, granted, the defenses are different, so they might go down, they might go down you know, a little bit, but he still has an opportunity to freaking get up there and average at mm-hmm. least 10, 11 points a game. So he right. can up his average from 4.5 to at least 10, 11 if given the chance. And and I, I agree with you. He, he should just stay in San Antonio for the rest of the year. Yeah. Well, don't ex- don't be surprised, Manny, if you see another um, report out there that he gets sent back to Austin. I, I don't, um, you know, the Spurs got the uh, rodeo road trip coming up. I wonder if Pop and the coaching staff will keep him with that, keep him on that uh, roster, San Antonio roster, to do the road trip versus stay in Austin. I think I think they're going to let him stay in Austin while they go do the Fiesta road trip because, I mean, what are the chances he's going to get any type of playing time? I and mean, he probably will on the rodeo road trip. You know, little versus you know, the, I, there's a part of me that says like, take him to the rodeo road trip, let him learn like big time what it's like to be in the NBA on this mega long road trip. Then there's a part of me says like, well, Spurs, while you do your thing, let him let him cook in Austin. You know that's that's so weird. Like, w- would you want him to be in the Fiesta? Ro- I mean, the Rodeo Road Trip or stay in Austin? I would want him to be in the Rodeo Road Trip because it's okay. more than the experience. It, it's more than the experience of playing the road games. I mean, that's obviously helpful, but uh, the camaraderie that comes with that, and, and you know that uh, that point. has been yeah. like that when it when it comes to the culture, you know. A lot of those teams, a lot of those Duncan teams, those that rodeo road trip, you know, brought a closeness to them, you know. Um, so I think that that experience is what's going to be even more beneficial to Primo's growth uh, is, is the camaraderie and the and the true brotherhood of the of the locker room, and and that because it's us against this whole city, <laughs> and and when they're going and they're in those plane rides and all that, you know, that mm-hmm. that that brings a, a different, you know. Um, that brings that unity together. So, uh, so yeah, they should definitely take him. They, they should not leave him in the G League. So Manny Pena right now is saying, uh, keep Primo in San Antonio from this point moving forward, right? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Right. There we have it. All right. Uh, he is Manny Pena. He is with the Goods Podcast. Tell us about the Goods Podcast, Manny. What can fans expect when they go on YouTube and search for that and see your smiley face there talking about all things movies and TV and pop culture? They can expect, uh, they can expect the, yeah, they can expect a few laughs, absolutely. Uh, a lot of insight on, uh, on the, on movies, TV, uh, wrestling sometimes. Um, horrible Royal you know, Rumble, uh, by the way. Horrible Royal Rumble. It was bad. Oh, yes, it was. It was a very. It was a bad Royal Rumble. That, uh, that the was Seth really Rollins. Bad. The Seth Rollins Roman Reigns match was very freaking awesome. I love that match. That was the best match of the whole of the whole night. Uh, but yeah, so you you know all different types of uh, uh, pop culture 
shows. You know, we, like you mentioned, the top five. Uh, we have a You Don't Hate, which uh, we'll be doing a You Don't Hate on Amazing Spider-Man 2 um, pretty soon. Uh, we just did our review on uh, Spider-Man No Way Home. That'll be out soon. Uh, we just released uh, a few uh, top uh, two two top fives and my review on the bo- b- book of Boba Fett. So that that's out there. It's not you good. Know, I'm sorry. You're, 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 you're like me when it comes to the Star Wars uh, trilogy, the the sequel. When it comes to Book of Boba Fett, because you're just very like it sucks. Oh, I, you, you have not. <laughs> I, I I have written uh, I have written my review already for uh, uh, three and four uh, and uh, five, and uh, that we'll be filming that pretty soon. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so you can, you can find us at youtube.com forward slash the goods channel. Uh, you can buy our merchandise at the Teespring and, uh, you can hit me up on Twitter at, at the goods podcast on Twitter as well. Yeah. You, you see, sometimes Star Wars is a hit out of the park. They, 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 they whiffed on the new trilogy and at least according to you, they're whiffing on book of Bo- book of Boba. Although I guess the Mando series kind of saved it a little bit. Well, see, that's the problem. And, and my partner Terrence is, the, you know, he he actually likes this show, and I felt that it was so bad they had to bring back the Mandalorian to save it. <laughs> and then to follow that up with with the child, he's coming up next. So yeah, and there because there's no they they even they they halted on any type of progression in the Boba Fett story by bringing Mando back. I thought it was a filler episode that did not need to happen, but yeah, it was like let me show you how it's done type of thing. Yeah. All right. Uh, but so uh, you had a little time to think about it. Um, Ozark, the greatest Netflix ser- series ever made. That's Cobra Kai, but I'll, I'll agree that it is very good. So you're giving the nod to Cobra Kai, huh? Oh, Cobra Kai is awesome, man. I love that show. That is such a good show. Uh, yeah, I, I disagree. Is, I think I think Ozark is better than Cobra Kai. Well, Ozark, Ozark is. I mean, from a nostalgia standpoint, Cobra Kai is awesome. But uh, from originality and everything, and uh, you know the intensity. The in- yeah. The the intensity of Ozark is is beyond me, and, and and Justin Bateman, you, you, I never saw that range from him. He is doing such a dang good job in this show, uh, and you know everybody. And how about Bob? You know how about Bob mm-hmm. from La Bamba? It's Sai Morales, man. He's freaking ruthless in this. I I love him in it. He's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, maybe maybe one day we'll get the Goods podcast. The, the top five greatest Netflix series ever made. So I'm like expecting that. I'm expecting Ozark and Cobra Kai to maybe crack that top five. Yeah, well, Cobra Kai will definitely be on there. <laughs> I bet. All right. Once again, he is Manny Pena. And follow him on Twitter at The Goods Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Jeff G Spurs Skins 5 or Spurs Zone, excuse me. Uh, follow a Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Subscribe to Lockdown Spurs wherever you get your uh, favorite podcasts. And make sure that we are your first listen each and every day because we definitely appreciate it. Spurs got the Warriors tonight. Check out Locked on Warriors. See what they think about tonight's matchup, Spurs and Warriors. So for Manny, Cobra, Kai, Pena, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.